that ain't the cleaner, here it is. Yes, yes, I'll polish the leaves, make them green again, shake out the trees, change the scene again, spring cleaning, getting ready for love. <laughs> Sweet about the look, down in lover's lane, turn on the brook, make it run again, spring cleaning, getting ready for love. Dust off the wintry bowers, wash them off with April showers. Cover them with fragrant flowers, shine up the silvery moon. Cause you and I have a rendezvous under the sky, like we used to do. Spring cleaning, get ready for love. Welcome to the Orchestra Show this week. We opened up with the Horace Henderson Orchestra and something called uh, Kitty on Toast. Fats Waller did spring cleaning. Now, now look, Kitty on Toast is not a recipe. It's just the name of the tune. Do not serve Kitty on Toast. The ingredients are kind of basic, but uh, avoid the combination. You will not find it in the frozen food section, and do not ask for it at the diner. If you see it on the menu, do not order it. If someone offers it to you, politely decline. Then roll your eyes and run away. Now, if they offer you goat on toast, or bunny stacked on a bun, or a crow on a croissant, or rattlesnake biscuits, or squirrel on pumpernickel, or a fistful of chuck, Help yourself. Have seconds. But kitty on toast? There's a word for that. I, I just haven't made it up yet. And speaking of things for which there are no words, I'm out of horrible things to say about Gus Bodenheim. That's right. I'm exhausted by rancor towards the man. There, I called him a man. <laughs> That's a step in the direction of flattery. However... You see, I need the cooperation of Gus in the coming weeks because of more demands being placed on this program by WFMU station management. But by the way, when I mention these bossy demands to listeners that I meet, they seem surprised. WFMU has management? Who knew? See, the station has this pathetic fundraiser coming up, and they need my help. As it is, this program does most of the heavy lifting around here. You know, if I ever took this program to another radio station, it would extinguish the flame of WFMU once and for all. It would be nothing but an ash heap. More about this crappy fundraiser later in the program. Right now, here's Gus Bodenheim bringing you an important message from one of our fan sponsors. One thing you can count on in the mad, giddy whirl that is the holiday season, everyone's buying turkeys. Large frozen birds to haul home, defrost, spend hours preparing and stuffing, 
and ultimately choking down. And ladies, how about that cleanup? Quite the task. Not me. This year I've elected to forego the whole ordeal and grill up some gas station brand hot dogs. Gas station brand hot dogs are manufactured from only the finest premium meat byproducts and come in three delicious flavors. Regular, premium, and diesel. You'll love their distinct signature chew. And despite that resilient texture, they are 100% latex-free. And moms will be glad to know that as the authentic secret recipe meat mash is extruded from its hopper into each skin sleeve here at Del Barton Kitchens, reasonable care is taken by people with good eyesight to identify and remove most larger chunks of bone from the tube steak before crimping. So the risk of chipped teeth is far lower than people claim when they're complaining about gas station brand hot dogs. Mmm... Just saying the name floods my mouth with anticipatory saliva. And don't forget that small packet of cranberry flavor condiment gel to complete the festive attempt. When your tummy starts to grumbling, why not fill her up with gas station brand hot dogs? At this point, what the hell's the difference?
to examine you. Let me see your tongue. No, that's not the way to start. Put your head against my heart. You look fine. But I feel so weak. Maybe you should go south. No, I'm too warm. Just touch my cheek. Let me take a look at your mouth. Say, ah. Ah. Ah, no, it can't be chronic. But if you feel this way, perhaps you need a little tonic three times a day. My head is simply reeling. How often do you get this feeling? Three times a day. You seem to be in perfect shape, as far as I can see. Are you a doctor or a saint? Hold me, please, I'm going to faint. You surely need attention. Do something right away. Now, just take two of these in water three times a day. But what if this sensation should fail to go away? Then try real hot application three times a day. I don't know why you fear me. No, I wish that I could stay. I'd not complain if you were near me three times a day. If you're not better, I'll be back tomorrow afternoon. Oh, doctor, if you understood, you could do me so much good. This tonic ought to help you. I know a sweeter word. Oh, no, no, madame. I couldn't see you three times a day. a popular suggestion or merely an obsolete art forgive me for asking this simple question I'm unfamiliar with his heart I'm a stranger here myself why is it wrong to murmur I adore him when it's shamefully obvious I do does love embarrass him or does it bore him I'm only waiting for my cue I'm a stranger here myself I dream of a day of a gay warm day with my fate between his hands have I missed the path have I gone astray I ask and no one understands love me or leave that seems to be the question I don't know the tactics to use But if he should offer a personal suggestion How could I possibly refuse When I'm a stranger here myself Please tell me, tell a stranger By curiosity goaded Is there really any danger That love is now outmoded I'm interested especially in knowing why you waste it. True romance is so fleshly. With what have you replaced it? What is your latest foible? Is gin rummy more exquisite? Is skiing more enjoyable? For heaven's sake, what is it? I can't believe that love has lost its glamour, that passion is really passé. If gender is just a term in grammar, how can I ever find my way since I'm a stranger here myself? How can he ignore my available condition? Why this Victorian view? You see here before you a woman with a mission I must discover the key to his ignition And then if he should make a diplomatic proposition How could I possibly refuse When I'm a stranger here myself When I'm a stranger here myself we are listening to uh, in that set of music we started out with Helen Kane and don't be like that uh, then the Alec Wilder octet with a dance man buys a farm Maxine Sullivan sang uh, who is Sylvia Marie Chevalier and uh, Genevieve Tobin did a duet on three times a day and Greta Keller 
Uh, singing songs of Kirk Vile, we heard uh, I'm a Stranger Here Myself, uh, sung by Greta Keller. Now, this is your Kaiser Quirkity Edison here on WFMU, and it's uh, time once again to hear a soundtrack from a major motion picture starring Flip the Frog. First of all, I want to explain that this Flip the Frog major motion picture contains one of the great mishaps in the history of cinema. Flip's name was misspelled in the opening credits. It appeared on screen as, as Flop T-E-H, Frog, Flop to Frog. By the time this typo was discovered, the film was already in distribution to theaters across the land. Uh, but it was still an Academy Award nominee that year for Hats. Best Hats, or Most Hats, I forget. Uh, now, this film is called The New Car. Now, making films about motor vehicles in the 1930s was a perilous undertaking. Many of these uh, prop cars were not safe, and they did not have stunt drivers filling in for actors back then. But as it turned out, only two actors were killed in the making of this film, and they were minor actors. Their names were scrubbed from the credits, and wrongful death lawsuits were settled successfully out of court. Now, there are a number of famous co-stars and cameos in this Flip the Frog major motion picture, starring Flip the Frog, or as they refer to him in Mexico, El Flippo. In Berlin, he was uh, known as uh, Dumquat Schenderfrosch. How's my German? I, I want to call attention, anyway, to uh, to one particular co-star, a, a man who appeared often in these uh, Flip the Frog productions. And I'm referring, of course, to the great actor Kip Mousley. Now, back then, Kip was just starting out, but he stood out in these films. Kip later went on to uh, a lengthy career in films and television. Uh, decades after he left TV he achieved even greater renown in the glamorous world of uh, dinner theater. He also appeared in late-night TV ads selling discount multipurpose food processors. This was a fabulously successful phase of Kip's career. But uh, back in the 1950s, there, there was, let's see, there was, first, there was the Kip Mousley show uh, that, that was on the Dumont C network. Then there was a game show, Break the Bank, hosted by Kip Mousley. Then there was a Good Morning Schenectady with Kip Mousley, also referred casually uh, as a Wake Up with Kip. Then there was Kids in Cages, starring Kip Mousley. In, in this show, kids were put in cages, and they had to escape before the buzzer sounded. If they did, they won fabulous prizes, and they were allowed to go home. Then there was Kip Mousley's Cabana Club, uh, which featured saggy, middle-aged ladies in skimpy beachwear. Now, in Hollywood, Kip was the ringleader of the mischievous band of voluptuaries known as the Mouse Pack. They were boozers, gamblers, pool sharks, and lady killers. Legends all. Let's see, there was uh, Babalola Ibrahim. Then there was uh, Stigwood. What, what was his first name? Stigwood. Uh, I'll remember it in a second. Uh, there was uh, Jix Wegman. Then there was a great actor from Latin America, Raul, Raul, Raul. Uh, and his son was also a member. Uh, his son was Raul, Raul, Raul Jr. Then um, uh, Stigwood's, Stigwood's first name was uh, Stig. Stig, Stigwood. Uh, then there was a Rumbo Badgett. Uh, he, he later starred in the soft porn thriller Snow Hot and the Seven Dwarves. But anyway, in, in this feature film uh, starring uh, El Flippo, uh, the only member of the Mouse Pack who appears is Kip Mousley. Uh, also in this film, uh, which is again called The New Car, uh, let's see, there was Arnie Analog, there was uh, Tomato Face Horridge, Lillian Gish, and uh, finally Mickey Rooney plays the role of a potted fern. So here you go, a soundtrack from a major motion picture starring Flop Tefrog.
But I never complain It's nice to have a nibble at it now and again Every day, wherever I stray The kids all round me flock One afternoon the band conductor up on the stand Somehow lost his bat and it flew out of his hand So I jumped in this place and then conducted the band With me little stick of black bull rock With me little stick of black bull rock Along the promenade I strolled In my pocket it got stuck I could tell Cause when I pulled it out I pulled my shirt off as well Every day wherever I stray The kids all round me flock A girl while blading clung to me My wits had to use She cried, I'm drowning, and to save me, you won't refuse. I said, well, if you're drowning, then I don't want to lose. Me little stick of black bull rock. With me little stick of black bull rock. Along the promenade I strolled. In the ballroom I went dancing each night. No wonder every girl I danced with stuck to me tight. Every day. Wherever I stray, the kids all round me flock. A fella took me photograph, it cost one and three. I said, when it was done, is that supposed to be me? You've properly mucked it up, the only thing I can see is me little stick of black bull rock.
offer you a professional radio recap on the preceding set. We, uh, we heard uh, Flip the Frog, uh, the soundtrack of his uh, major motion picture from 1931, entitled The New Car. Then George Formby uh, with My Little Stick of Blackpool Rock. Harry the Hipster Gibson gave us Hey, Stop That Dancing Up There. And Clarence Williams and his washboard band did Trouble. All here on the Old Codger Show, on WFMU, remember, we only play 70 RPM records, like they're going out of style. Now, by the way, I, I remembered some more stuff about uh, uh, Kip Mousley, who I talked about in the preceding uh, mic break. Uh, uh, Kip's wife, his first wife, was uh, Cat, Cat Mousley. Uh, they had a very short-lived cooking show on TV. It was called uh, Kitchen Capers with Kip and Cat. Uh, the show was live. <laughs> they fought a lot. On camera, Kip had some bad habits, I mean, besides his alcoholism and appears. Uh, during the Kitchen Capers show, he would leave dairy product containers open 
Then he'd accidentally knocked him over and spilled him. On camera. Well, the viewers thought he was being a comedian, but the cat knew that he was just clumsy. It made a mess on the set, oh, which, by the way, took place in their home. So he's making a mess in the kitchen of their house. Uh, he, he would take ladles dripping with tomato sauce and place them directly on wooden countertops, leaving stains that could never be removed. So anyway, Kip and Cat, they got into heated arguments on camera, and this proved to be uh, too much for the sponsors. The show was canceled after f 40 minutes of the first episode. I said it was a very short-lived show. Maybe there's a kinescope somewhere. It's worth seeing. It's very historic. Only episode. And not a full one at that. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on with the music now here on the Old Codger Show. Next, we're going to hear a song by Sophie Tucker. Oh, this is from a huge collection of Sophie Tucker rarities. There's B-sides, unreleased takes, alternate versions, bonus tracks, rehearsal discs, and uh, secret FBI recordings taken in her hotel rooms. Uh, the, the box set is titled Sophie's Hidden Treasure. Uh, it contains over 878 RPM discs. It weighs more than Sophie did. It requires 33 feet of shelving. There have been uh, three reported instances of this collection causing floors to collapse resulting in uh, critical injuries. But thankfully, uh, no one has died uh, so far. In, in one case, it damaged a building foundation requiring $400,000 in repairs. Well, you know what they say. High stakes, high risk. Personally, I think Sophie is worth it. But then, my 78s are stored in the basement, in my bunker. The only thing beneath that basement is China, and it's, uh, it's at some distance. So here's Sophie. <laughs> Listen here, and let's not have a row. You haven't taken me out once in many, 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 many months. All day I've worked, I haven't shirked, but I give you notice now. Tonight, if you stay home, well, you'll stay home all alone. My work is done, now I want some fun that I'm entitled to. And if you don't want to take me out, it's perfectly okay. Okay, and toodaloo. Stay at home, Papa. Go on, stay at home, Papa. Your mama's stepping out tonight. You want to stay in? I'm going out hey hey. Cause you ain't treat me right. It's all right with me. You can sit at home and listen to the radio. Baby, I'm going out and get myself a load of Haiti, Haiti home. Stay at home, Pop. Go on, play alone, Pop. Your mama's stepping out tonight. What's that you say? You're going to bed? You're tired? Mm-hmm, I see. That's been the whole damn trouble with you. You're always too tired for me. All right, go to sleep. Go on, get into bed. Go on, go on, go on. Start a snore. It's wives like me with husbands like you that twin beds were invented for. The hell with this business of early to bed and early to rise. I'm going to hang around Harry Roy and his band and get circles under my eyes. I'll pick up a nice young college boy who's plenty wild. You know what they say, nature in the raw, raw is seldom mild. Fine husband you are when I want some love and you say you can't be annoyed. Well, I'm not going to stay at home and be one of those unenjoyed. My love depression days are over. I won't stand here and gab. My prosperity's around the corner waiting in a taxi cab. Don't worry about me getting a sweetheart. That won't be so hard. Say, if I don't do so well on Piccadilly, oh, there's always the Navy Yard. Stay at home, Papa. Go on, play alone, Papa. Your mama's stepping out tonight. Thank you. 
Sunday morning we'll all awake Find stand that the women will take They'll change this world all upside down We'll have a lady mayor in every town They'll spend all the money that the poor men make To run the country they'll undertake To say the men do not advance So I think it's time that the women had a pants The men will have to spit house and fix While the women talk politics They'll go in the legislation walls They say they're going to make the laws The old maids will be in power then They say they'll marry all the single men And the man that refuses to take a wife Will have to go to the pen for life The men will have to take back seats While the women police the streets Then you'll dare not smoke or chew For you'll catch it if you do They'll be running the court you see Judge and jury there will be What she says will have to go When we poor men won't stand no show And if you ain't right, she'll lick you if you come on tight She'll tell you that she's boss now There won't be no use to raise around You'll have to obey your mother-in-law And silence be unto her jaw Now ever since the world began The women have tried to rule the men She made man commit the first offense And she's been after him ever since Now God made the world and he rested then Then he made a man and he rested again Then he made a woman for man's expense And God and man never rested since Lovers here 
right, we've got to wrap up the show here. We heard our Sophie Tucker, which stay at home, Papa. A Bill Cox, when the women get in power. And Cole Porter, the last song was called Who Said Gay Paris? Well, this is your codger. I'll be back next week, and I have some back next week's show. I've got some bad news and some good news. The bad news is that for the next two programs, I am being forced to participate in a tawdry farce known as an annual fundraising marathon. I'm supposed to ask listeners on the air, you, to contribute money to WFMU, largely to support the lowbrow entertainment offerings that pass for radio around here. Present show excluded, of course. And all because WFMU refuses to accept advertisements, unlike some DJs in, in this pouting shanty. The other DJs here are purists, and they're hippies. And yes, that may seem to be a contradiction. That's why so many WFMU DJs suffer from cognitive dissonance. Well, anyway, that's the bad news, and it is bad. The good news is that I have managed to negotiate with station manager Ken Friedman that I, I, I will get a decent percentage of the pledge money that comes in during this program. Now, I asked for 75%. That, that seems fair. After all, I am what is known in showbiz as the talent. Without me, there would be no WFMU, or at least no reason for anyone with a modicum of good taste to tune in. Well, Ken would not agree to 75% for me. He countered with 20%. Right. I threatened to sit out the next two weeks unless I receive at least 60%. Eventually, we came to terms. Uh, 45% for me, 50% for the station, and uh, 5% allocated for amenities. I told him it was needed to purchase new needles for my Victrolas. He bought that line. I think this is a good deal for me. Most DJs at WFMU don't have the guts to demand compensation for their labor. This is because of the low self-esteem that runs rampant among DJs at WFMU. I mean, I consider their depressed morale justified. If you think in terms of dollars for value, I suppose you can see where this line of reasoning is going. Anyway, uh, this WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And now, our sign-off featuring the Feeling Heisen Elementary School Whippersnappers, as recorded in 1947, at gunpoint. My meal envelope selection, I chose the vegetarian Butch, option, hit skip which ad. was the salka I can't, I'm doing corona, something. You hit skip ad. Butter sliced walnut I can't. and corned beef. I'm doing something. Goat stew, beef potatoes. Hardy. Could you hit skip slice. ad? What? Uh, the ingredients hit were surprisingly ad. fresh. And oh, it okay. Was, uh, really t- Thank you. Thank you. No problem. The thing I studied in school is now a computer program, or an app, or whatever you call it. So you don't need to hire me. I'm fine with it. I understand its evolution. Everyone used to know how to make pots. Then only a few people could make pots for others, and then they transitioned to not needing those people at all because they made pot-making machines. That's the way it is with the thing I studied. I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's dumb. It could be anything. 
we stop being clever because someone else is willing to be clever for us. Then that person passes it on to a sculpture who promises to be clever for us. You say that sculpture is a machine. Is it? I can't see it working. Mr. Cabbage was walking through the streets one day on a leisurely stroll going nowhere in particular when an astounding thing happened. A letter fell from the sky. It was the letter H. Someone has dropped their H, thought Mr. Cabbage. We can't have people going around dropping their H's. Someone is sure to be hurt. Mr. Cabbage began to inquire of people as they passed. Excuse me, have you dropped an H? No, the passerby responded. I have not. I beg your pardon, said Mr. Cabbage. I said, and perhaps your earring isn't too healthy, that I have not dropped any of me H's. Well, I found this H, but I would also like to give you a red S. Good day, said the passerby. Mr. Cabbage stood there with the letter that had fallen from the sky, but this time he looked at it carefully. On the letter was writing. Dear Mabel, it began. Why, Mr. Cabbage thought, this letter is a letter. I have... If your car insurance is God, then I'm a God killer sent from the transformed people zoo. Lower rates, mere mortal. And focused on the shape of it instead of the content. Do the ads interrupt the songs or do the songs interrupt the ads? Do the shows interrupt the songs? What are you going to listen to? I was thinking of listening to Hardy White speak on the radio. Hardy White, what's he do? Well, he just talks on the radio. Is it a sort of rant? What do you mean? Does he rant? I don't know. What's that? Well, I saw a guy on stage one time, and he was full of anger, and he was talking about how things should be, and he says, you know what we need more of is less cheese or something like that. No, no, it's not that. He just speaks for a while. Does he say anything? Does he say anything? Nothing of import. In fact, I think he goes out of his way to have speech that has as little content as possible. Oh, it's not that the words are minimal in that I don't say many. It's just the ones I say don't have a lot of meaning. Ooh, it's like you're spitting out a nondescript ottoman, Hardy. I'm trying to. Cushion. That's what drops from my lips are, are pillows. What shape are they? They're the square kind that you find on couches. Oh, so a mixed blessing. I think so. It's not quite big enough for anything. It's really, I think, designed for a ring. You put a ring on it, and you say, hey, I'm the ring bearer. The ring bearer like Frodo? No, not like Frodo, like little Brian at the wedding. And who was the one that was throwing out the petals? I'm not sure right now. It turns out it was Aunt Doris's chimp. So I thought it was one of the uh, one of our one of the cousins. They are cousins. Great apes are cousins. We're all cousins. We're all linked together, and I feel linked to you. We are like a human chain. Imagine if some great giant chose to wear us uh, like pukas. Say, look at you, gonna be my puka beads. We're not puka beads. We're alive. We feel things. Just because we are tinier than you, giant, doesn't mean that we want to be your necklace. Or what are you making me do here now, hanging on to something? I'm, no, I'm not like a clip. I'm a person. And then the giant came to see our humanity. And he invited us to his table. And he made us a tiny little table for us. And a great big one for him. And then it turns out there was a giant even larger than himself. And that went on infinitely in, in every direction. And you say, what's the best part of that party to be at? If there's a... a infinite recursion of giants and little tiny people. I wonder where on the scale they're all identical. Isn't that funny? No matter where you go on that sliding scale of Jack having dinner with the giant, if behind each of them is an infinitely smaller and infinitely bigger line, then yes, you have arrived at the right spot. What's that, Hardy? Right where you are right now. It was meant to be. It was predestined. I don't know if it's predestined, but uh, let's say it was chosen in advance. By whom? By you in a time machine. Oh, your head explodes. I don't know what. 
We don't know what causes one thing. Scientists do, but I don't, because I want to live in a world of mystery. And so I deprive myself of knowledge. And everything is a mystery. Now you say, isn't that dangerous? No, it's dangerous when you start inserting uh, your own interpretations onto things uh, with no evidence. I think that's worse than just going, I have no idea how things work. If you purport to know, that's different. Say, oh, you know, no one knows why water acts the way it does. And say, well, yes, they do. And, and you cover your ears and go, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to know. I mean, it's not like I, have, I don't have a, a competing theory. I just have some other things in there. I have a limited amount of little sheets of paper in my mind palace. They came with the furniture. It's so funny. It's like when you go to a hotel and you open up the desk and there's stationery. And you go, what is this? Am I supposed to write a 